This is the Sonicast, where artists discuss their passion for creating music. We discuss everything about music creation, from the tech needed for success to music education. So if you love making beats, film scoring, or creating sample packs, this is the show for you, where you'll regularly hear from experts in their field discuss their experiences and learn what makes them highly sought-after professionals. Today's guest is with Rovan Roman. Rovan has been in the music licensing business for many years, building an impressive resume, placing tracks on television shows such as The Ellen Show, The Tyra Banks Show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, The Cartoon Network's Teen Titans Go, and many, many more. And though he's got music tracks placed with television, radio, and online media, he's also had a uniquely first-hand experience and perspective on the rise of the hip-hop music industry in LA. This interview takes place at his studio, all right, we are back once again. Uh, Rovan Roman, thank you very much for taking this time. Uh, we uh, have had some great conversations, man, just talking about your <laughs> upbringing, your influences, uh, the musicality of the stuff you do in your studio. And now, for this session, this is a real treat for me. We're going to get a chance to listen to some of your work. Okay. And I ask for you to, to pull up um, three different songs that uh, are as diverse as possible of your of your library. And you took a little time to do it. It's kind of like I was saying earlier, it's like asking who your favorite children are. <laughs> Who's your favorite children? It's hard to pull that up. but Well, if, if I had to be honest, some of the older stuff I have that is better, I have it probably on, a, on another hard drive somewhere. Right. But these, I think there's the three pretty much different one. One hip-hop-ish, one sure. pop-ish, and other one... On the EDM side or popish still, maybe. We'll okay. see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And you've got a huge library anyway, too, so it's kind of hard to just pull three out. Well, so we, we could have been here for another three hours going through your library. I actually, <laughs> you know, I, I actually also have, and maybe for a second you can pause it, but I actually have, I have three tracks, but I actually have three videos that um, my tracks... I have the TV. Uh, what oh, they that's played right. on? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. That's right. Because they've actually played. Yeah. Maybe not for this session. That's definitely okay. something I want to do. Because yeah. you do have a library of stuff that's out there. So we'll yeah. do that another time. Okay. That's a great idea, actually. We'll we'll, we'll eventually do that. But uh, let's go ahead and go into the first song. Uh, what's uh, the name of the first song we're going to listen to? The name of the first one would be. Let me check. It is. Turn it up. Turn it up. And this song, this particular song they used on Teen Titans. Okay. Um, it's a song called, no, I didn't name the song. <laughs> My song is called, if you notice, it's called Turn It Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once I turn that track in and they figure, hey, we're going to put lyrics in there. Uh-huh. Now it's called Scooty Booty. Okay, let's listen to Turn It Up. All right, hold on. All right, here we go.
All right, uh, that was uh, uh, Turn It Up or Booty Scooty. Yeah. <laughs> My name was Turn It Up. Your, your name was Turn It Up. And I think once I like. They, I prefer your name. <laughs> once they took it, it was Booty Scooty. <laughs> so I, I can hear, you know, it just, it's a very hip hopish. I I don't know what 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 kind of genre would you classify that? I wouldn't say is. You know, they, they if you could anyway. There's I mean, a name can't. for everything. I know. So it would be EDM trap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I've, I've that. seen that name. I th- I think that's what you would call it because it has that that uh, rise to it when yes. it starts, and, and you know, then it drops into just a basic beat. Okay. Yeah. And so when in making that song, was it one where you had to create for Cartoon Network, or was it just something you created and just contributed? As one of several songs, ninety percent of the time it's just something you create unless they ask for it. Now I do tracks for Telepictures as well. Right, they don't ask us anymore, at least not to my knowledge, because I turn them into to my friend. But with them, you know, I may say, okay, I know what they love, I know what they want. They yeah. want, they love soundalikes. Right, plain and simple. So I'll I'll do a soundalike. That song was made. Um, Actually, I think I made it for Black Toast, but I don't think they took it. Someone else did. And they, you know, for Black Toast, they wanted something similar to that. And I've done four or five songs similar to that one. They took those, but that was one that somebody else took. Right. And it's funny, you think about it. um, Black Toast didn't take it, but another person did and used it for the Cartoon Network. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it was when I made it. I just knew I made it for Black Toast, and I knew that the type of song they were asking songs they were asking for at the time it had to have a rise and then a drop. And th- this was probably one of my first songs because it was it looked like it was done in 2015. Okay, it was one of my first songs where I actually did that, you know, because I wasn't I was you know right. doing pop, and I was doing a lot of you know like I said I've done a Katy Perry sound like Madonna. Soundalikes, um, they didn't have the drop and all that. They're just basic beats. I see. But music has turned to that. If you listen to a lot of hip hop stuff or or EDM, there's there's it has to. They want it to have transitions now. Okay. So when you're when you coming out of a bar, you got to have something that signals. Okay, we're getting we're getting ready because here comes the next part of the something song. Something else coming. So it, it, yeah. it telegraphs the pitch. I mean, it's yep. something you got to know what's coming next. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's funny because I, I when when you had showed us that song, I think when I first heard that song, we were in your studio. Yeah. And this is like several months ago. And you said, hey, guys, I want you to listen to the song. So we listened to this song. And you said, here's what they did with the Cartoon Network. Yeah. And then it's completely different. I'm sure if you go to YouTube, you can find it too. Look up Booty it's Scooty. It's all over the and place. And it's, yeah. it's very funny in how they took that and it became something completely different. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that happens often where... Oh, your songs become something completely different afterwards. I find, yeah. Well, what I find that's really crazy is that the you know when you're when you turn in your songs and you actually because you don't always catch your songs on TV. You know, they although they're being played, right? But when you do catch it, it was like when I made that <laughs> song, I didn't make it for the show, right? But whoever took it knew how to use it. Right, right. You know what I mean? They knew where to place it and how to place it. Whatever sound, because sometimes it's not even the production. Maybe your production is simple, Okay. but there's something that you use that they say, okay, that little rise that he used 
will drive us into the next segment makes sense of the TV show. Right, right, right. And you're not thinking that, but you know, but that's what makes makes me know that have transitions. Right. Have it, and it doesn't even have to be rises and drops and all that, but that's what's popular now. But sometimes it's just an introduction to the next part of the song. Or check this out: you watch a lot of NFL football, right? You've probably probably watched some of the songs that are played. Um, there, some of them have orchestra in there. You know, what I mean, they love that type of stuff too. That 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 hard hitting. Brass sounds we were talking about earlier, or right. those hard because what it does, what it does is that if you have a show like that, you know what I mean, it 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 builds, it makes that that segment stronger because of the music that's behind it. Sounds like really good advice for for newer artists on how to create. Yeah, uh, especially when you create for really TV. good advice. Yeah, because here, here's the biggest here's the biggest problem with a lot of I won't even say producers. But musicians that cross over to the or try to get into the production world, right? A lot of cats have so much talent that I hear it all the time, and there's nothing I can say because you can't. It's if okay, it's, if you tell me I don't like your walls, they're blue. You should have made them more of a studio friendly color. <laughs> it should have been gray. Okay, you know what I mean. How do you really tell a person that when his opinion was blue works? Why should I use gray? Right. What makes it doesn't make a difference in the sound of my studio? So it's tough to coach people. Sometimes yeah. they're just not coachable. So when you have okay, so I, I I tell you this is the safest way I can do it. I ran into a young lady who was a, a, a piano player, mm-hmm. very great. I mean, she was um, I forgot I forgot what you call it, but she was a master at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she wanted to be a hip hop producer. Interesting, you know, and she could play better than anybody that I, that maybe that maybe the most people that I know. So she came over to my house, and I said, "Okay, I have this beat." She says, "I like it. I have a play." She played, and I told her, I "says No, 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 that's too much. You know, just back off a little bit." Right. And she went into this discussion like, "Well, wait a minute. This is what I'm feeling. This is this is what this is. I've been taught how to play, and I'm going Ooh. to put put all my talent on here." It says, oh. "It says this is going to be great. Let me let me let me let me do me. Let me do this." Okay. So I said, okay, <laughs> okay, we'll do that. You're okay. right. Right. So she played, and, and her piano playing was great, fabulous. Of course. Wonderful. Right. And I did the beat, and I even I made a copy for her. She took it home, and she came back the next day and said, I want to add some stuff. I said, it's okay, but before we do that, I want you to hear this version. I, did a, I had to do another version, and I played it for her. It was a hip hop, you know, hip hop, you know, it was yeah. it was a hip hop song to begin with. Right. But I played it for her and she loved it. Right. But she asked me a question. I said, This is tight. Oh, this is phenomenal. I love this. Right. But um, who played the piano though? <laughs> she says, That's not I didn't play that. I said, You played the piano. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I said, Yes, that is you. I said, I just cut it up. <laughs> she says, Oh, I said, Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The other day, it's too much. Your piano playing is fabulous, right? Right, but not needed for the type of song we're doing, right? Right. You know, you know what I mean. You're not, you know, it's 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 not needed, right? And, um, right. You sometimes this um, uh, less is more. It's so but she true. loved it. But she thought that I hired somebody else to play, or I did. I played it. 
because mm. it was very simple. I chopped up what she did, and she loved it. That's good. I mean, yeah. you, you just being. I think one of the things, again, as a young artist, if you're up and coming, is to be coachable. Yeah, you be listening because there are times. I mean, it's everywhere. People yeah. will give you advice, and it's good just to be able to hear what other people are saying and adjust from that. Yeah, because I hear a lot of lot of musicians that says, "Well, I'm not," and I feel if I play this way, I'm compromising my sound. Yeah. Well. Well, think about it. Would you really, if Bootsy, <laughs> with his app, because we talked about that earlier, yes. the way he played for James Brown and all the talent that he had, would you really be into it if he took a funk song and, and played a jazz right. bass line behind it? Right, right. It, it might be creative. It, it might sound good, but it ain't funk no more. right. It's more educated. It's a little he, highbrow, but you're right. It's not what that song called for. He had to tone it down. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm sure there. Um, if you listen to a lot of some of the Motown artists, they could play. Or, for, or let's go up even further. Uh, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Who's the drummer? Uh, I just said his name earlier. Uh, who's it? Jellybean Johnson. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the songs he played. Were very simple, very back in the cut. But if you let him let loose, he could play. Right. So in production, in music production, if okay, if you if that's just not if you think you're compromising, because okay, because here's what they told us before when we first did this. They told us when we started turning in music, we went to telepictures. Right. And you know what they said to us? Don't give us your platinum song that you think could go platinum. No masterpieces. Don't give us that because no you're going to be disappointed mm -hmm. when you see how much we're going to pay you for that song. And you're going to get disappointed right. when you see that first ASCAP check because that song might play one time for five seconds and you might make $5 right. off of your platinum. Right. You, at least what you feel to be platinum. I'm not saying, you know, sometimes what people think is platinum is not. Correct. Give us your garbage. Give us the stuff you have laying around on your hard drive right. that you didn't want to turn in. They want that. Right, right. Because they know that if you're a good, any good type of musician and producer, it's probably good for them. Correct. And maybe not for you. Good. So that's what they said. So, you know, the, the problem is sometimes people say, I refuse to, to hold back because this is me. I get it. But then again, this might not, well, cue music may not be for you. Well, again, it goes back to just being open yeah. to some outside feedback. You know, so you have to be open to what people might be saying. The universe yeah. might be telling you to back up a little bit, try something different, and you can actually be successful at it. It's good. Yep, yep, yep. All right, this is a good spot. We'll stop to take a quick advertisement break. Hi there, I'm Dan Young, co-founder of Sonic Productions, your music production company. We partner with businesses to help you deliver your best message professionally, elegantly, and with the power to capture your audience. Our goal is to serve you as you seek to grow your brand, whether you use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or other mediums like podcasting or television. We'll work with you to custom tailor a song to fit your campaign, or you can visit our music licensing business, Sonica, to choose from over 100 original songs ready for licensing. Voiceover narration is also available. So when it's time to seriously consider growing your business, consider Sonic Productions to stand out. Sonic Productions, our music, your story. 
visit us at www.sonicproductions.biz to contact our team and to learn more. Let's go to uh, let's go to another song. Okay, all right. So um, you have a second one here that we pulled up. What's the the name of this song? I'm gonna play flashback. Flashback. Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. Flashback. Right, that was a flashback. Yes, nice. I like that a lot. I, I immediately when you first started playing, I'm thinking orchestra hits. Yep, yep. <laughs> definitely made in that one. Yep. Uh, was was this one to your knowledge placed anywhere that you know of? I'm sure it was because if it's if they took it, I think it went to a another friend of mine who was who started up his library. Um, I believe because it's let me see. I believe it went into his library. Okay. I don't know okay. where, it, where it was played. I'm okay. sure it's because he does things for love and hip hop. Okay. He does things for uh, Black Ink okay. and shows of that nature. Okay. So when I made that song, I could tell you in my head, I knew, I know that sometimes if you watch, if you watch uh, Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. 
a lot of times, you know, because they're always fighting. Right. Always, <laughs> uh, uh, basketball-wise, always fighting. Sure, sure. So they'll have a scene where people are getting riled up. They're getting, they're, they're, um, they're, you're getting ready to tell there's a, a fight that's about to break out right. some kind of way or another. <laughs> And that so that song adds the because it's kind of dark a yeah. little bit. You it, know? it feels tense. I can feel tension. Yeah, you know that's good. Yeah, and shows they love those that orchestral type stuff. Now that those sounds were probably done, um, the orchestral hits were probably done off of a keyboard. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see. Um, are there times where a song you created gets? Placed somewhere that you that's somewhat disappointing, like where you created something thinking, oh, or it's meant for this, but it ends up being something different. <laughs> Have you ever been like disappointed where it ends up somewhere where you don't expect? Not no, not necessarily. As long as it pays, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, um, as you know, because you're you're not once you give because you know they have a hundred percent publishing, right? So once you know that they have that. They can do whatever they want for it, sure. With it, you know what I mean. So you, it's like you, um, it's like okay, Tyra Banks. She mm-hmm. used a lot of our music on okay. her talk shows, right? Right, <laughs> nice. And you know, you 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 know, she <laughs> she she has all type of people on her show, sure. So you know, you see her, she'll introduce like a flamboyant type male. And he's coming out, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's dancing mm-hmm. in a certain way to your track. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't see that coming. That, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all at whatsoever. It's more funny, right, right. But you know, if you were to play that, oh look, that's my track. Look at I, that. I guess that kind of makes yeah. me it makes me really realize what you said earlier. Uh, that a lot of times they're not looking for your masterpieces. No. Because if you send over a masterpiece and it ended up doing something very different, like, yeah. you'd be crushed. What have you yeah. done with my masterpiece? Yeah, because they, they can... That's why liter- literally, if you want to make... And I, I tell you, I've seen the $40,000 check. Mm-hmm. I've seen... we've we uh, Me and my friend, we know someone that got a $60,000 check and is getting those checks... Every three months. Lovely, lovely. And you can say, well, he must be the best producer on the planet. Nope. Right. Absolutely not. Right. He can produce. He's good. Sure. I'm not saying that he's bad. Maybe better than me, but absolutely not. Right. Number one, he turns in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Telepictures told us. He says he'll turn in 100 tracks a month. Okay. And they'll say out of the 100, we might take 15 or 20. Right. The rest, he's, they, they'll tell us the rest of it is just... It's, might even be just garbage. Sure, sure, sure. But for him, it's like this. He was like, "I'm just going to turn it in." It's they a take, they yeah. take what they take, and I'll take the rest and try another library. It is a numbers game. It's a numbers game. So I could literally, I, I put more effort into my tracks now than what I used to. Okay, you know what I mean. But I could literally do a track in, in maybe five, ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it depends. Like with with with, with Sonic. I'm not giving you that five, ten minute track because it's not right now. It's it's something that people are listening to. Yes. So it's it's like it's it's like a basketball. I mean, you know, I love I love our team. I love the people on it. But te- technically, you can look at it like this: going to the gym, and let's just say you you went to the gym mm-hmm. and you don't know 
anyone and you're picking a team. Right. You know what I mean? You're, right. you're, you're picking a team. You're picking what stands out. <laughs> okay, you look at this guy here. He's 6'7". Right. This guy here, he's about 6'4". Man, this guy here, he's 5'9", but he's fast. Right. I've seen him play. Right. And, you know, you, you, got, you got a variety to choose from when you're at the gym if it's, if it's packed. And you 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 can pick you know instead of like if there's you got twenty people waiting to play right you look and you pick right whereas if there's only four or five people you have no choice right you know what I mean um and and television you want to give them a lot to choose from and you want them to stand out some kind of way or another but the problem is you don't even know what stands out sometimes it could be because I've seen you know me and my friend used to sit down and watch TV together. And this track played, right? And it's a weird beat, and it sounded like it was done on a Casio keyboard, right? And that's all they needed, but it fit. <laughs> yep, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, this keyboard over here is two thousand dollars. Casio keyboard you can get for three hundred, right? And make a, a nice track off of it, right? So it doesn't, you know, I can afford to buy it. So I, I like gear. I like I'm a what they call it. It's called, it's called gas. It's, it's it's gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> so it, it, you know, I just sometimes I just if I see something like I, right now I'm at a point gear where I've stopped. Syndrome. But what if I saw uh, the new Prophet X and somebody had it? You know, those are almost four thousand dollars, I believe. Okay. Yeah, they're almost four grand. But somebody selling one on Craigslist for eighteen hundred. You got to jump on it. If if I if I have the money, if you have the money, you gotta jump on it. It's gonna be another keyboard. Just like I grab, I, I grabbed a, a Juno mm-hmm. one hundred six from Sam Ash. Right now they wanted eight or nine hundred for it, or maybe a little bit more, but it was working when they got it. Oh, it was working. Um, I just asked them, "Would you mind if I play?" They said, "Sure, yeah, plug it in." They gave me some headphones. I'm like, "This thing sounds terrible." Right. I'm like, "There's," and I knew. What was wrong with it? Because you know, Danny fixed his. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to get this fixed. So they took six hundred dollars off it, and I bought it. All right, it's a, it's a classic keyboard. Now I have a classic analog uh, Juno that's right. been on a lot of songs, and I I really wanted it because I had one before. But I really wanted it because I've been around producers back in the 80s who were using that keyboard right. and did some fabulous things with it. And then after hearing Danny's, I had a remembrance of, <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's remember that sound. Nostalgic. It's yeah. a good nostalgic sound. Yeah. I remember that. So Good. I went, and plus it was it was way less than half than what they were trying to sell it for. Right, right. And it's not hard to get a deal. It's not easy to get a deal from Guitar Center. No, it's not. Not at all. Um. Let's go ahead and go to our last song. Okay. All right, so we've got one more we're going to do. Uh, what's the name of this song? Okay, let me look, because i got two to choose from. <laughs> All right. Oh. We're going to try Beach Party. Beach Party. Yes. I like it. All right, let's go. Beach Party. Okay.
All right, Beach Party. You said that hard ending. You said, when did you make this song? 2014. 2014. Yeah. And so that was when you were doing your hard endings the same way. Well, that one, I believe I created that hard ending. Myself. Well, in other words, I didn't. Okay, so when I say create, you know, I was telling you like in the, in the, in the rolling, um, and any producer who used to have a JV mm-hmm. 1080 or XP80 knows that General Mini has those orchestra hits. Yes. So gotcha. that one, I just, I just, um, it was like a string, like a stinger. Right, right. You know what I mean? I just created that. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's different than the orchestra hits okay. from the general mini sounds off of the, every. I mean, even, I think general mini, if I'm not mistaken, every keyboard, well, except for the the Dave Smith and the, like, and the, the EDM type keyboards, or the, these keyboards, but every keyboard as far as a Korg, a uh, Yamaha motif, right? Um, a Roland Phantom or okay. a Roland whatever. Almost all those keyboards still have the exact same <laughs> general MIDI right. sounds. Yes. So they all have the same or- <laughs> orchestra hits. So it's very familiar with people who know the yeah, instrument. Yeah, people who know that. So, but um, yeah, I, I made well, I kind of made. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It just the strings just ended on the strings. Well, I also noticed in the beginning of the song you have uh, almost an acoustic guitar sound on. That. Yeah, is that also from the keyboard? Nope, that's just that's some loop I bought from somewhere. I see. Okay, you know what I mean, and it's two different, right. two different guitar. Loops. I was going to ask yeah. you. There were two different. There was a second one that I heard. One yep. was more acoustic. The other one was more electric. Yep. But uh, there were loops. They weren't necessarily something you would hammered out on a keyboard or something. No, no, because it, that's as it was. You know, there were actually real guitar players who created a guitar pack. Okay. And I just used it. Right. Now back then I wasn't as creative with it, so I just played loop. Okay. But my own drums. Right. You know what I mean? So right. all my own drums, the whatever lead sounds you heard, all that's mine. Very you know good. I, mean? I did that, so I was able to take the guitar part and play around it. I could tell also in this song there's a, a defined B side. Oh, you know it, what? It I meant to say that. Absolute. You can tell. I mean, it just comes at you, smacks you in the face. This is a B side. Yes. Very. That was deliberate. I take it. Well, yeah, because one thing about telepictures at the time, because they they've done they didn't change staff, they didn't change. They got new people over the the sure. music department. Sure. But back then they wanted very. Well, in my head, I felt like they really wanted very defined B sections. They wanted something. I mean, because a, a B section can be looked at in all type of ways, but for telepictures, what they wanted was a second song, right? And that way, they have two. It's, it's smart. Well, sure, you get they, two for one. They have t- uh, two songs to choose from. Mm-hmm. Now, my biggest problem, and I, it's, I still have it to this day, is I overthink. Overthink it. Like I love going to my friend's house, Rob's house, because he does it very efforts effortlessly. Right, right, right. So I get to you know sometimes I'll leave his house inspired, but after a while, sometimes I'll think I'll overthink it. So the B section, the reason the reason why it's so dramatic, <laughs> because I knew well if I just if I did a whole different song, they'll take it, and they took it. Right. You know, so, so they got taken to their library. Did this get placed anywhere that you know of? Oh, yeah, it's a that's a telepicture song. So it's it's probably been placed on, okay, on so a lot of know, extra. Okay, a lot of lot of TV stuff. And I guarantee you, the A section, because they don't. That's the thing. That's and I meant to say this. This is very important. Okay, you want the best. You want to do your best and all, and you want the best song. But your format. Okay, we look at songs that are made. You have 
the the verse, you have the the chorus, you may have a drop, you may go back into the verse. Right. Now, it's the same thing for TV music, but not exactly. Okay. Because sometimes, because when I used to when I used to produce hip hop music for rappers, you know, the the verse would be a four bar type of deal. Right. The 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 or the chorus, the or the intro, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. and then the verse would be sixteen bars. Okay. And then the chorus might be four or eight bars. You know, it might be let's just say eight sixteen eight, sure. or you could say four eight four. It just depends on how you format the song. Right. But now, it might be a two bar intro that goes straight into the verse with a breakdown back into the verse and the ending. <laughs> the structure is not always. This, in my structure, and it, I may totally do it different because they may say, hey, we like the hmm. song, but could you cut it down? Right. How do you cut a, a song down that's already fully formatted? Right. You can. You, right. can do, you can do it, but you have to get out of your head that, right. well, this is not how songs are made. Right. No. No, it's what they want. Right. They're paying you. This is what they want. So the format of the song might be very, it might be a one-minute song. So it'll be very, very short. Might be two minute songs, you know. I'll, I'll tell you that this has been just really a wealth of knowledge for me because, especially having you as part of Sonic Productions, you're a very experienced and thoughtful creator. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, we could throw all sorts of garbage up against the wall, see what sticks, mm-hmm. but why not put it in a way we think will work? Yeah, and and that I think is what you've been going for. Because think about it it's when good. you when you watch. A Ford commercial. Well, not a commercial. Well, uh, we'll use a commercial. A commercial is how long? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Max. So you could turn them in a six-minute song. <laughs> right. They'll take it. <laughs> Good point. They'll take the song and use 30 seconds of it. You know what I mean? Right. Now, it's not a bad thing to turn in a, a six, five-minute song because there may be areas of the song that they would prefer over others. Right. But basically... If I'm doing, that's why my songs are so short and so simple. It's because for TV, I have to do a lot of them. Right. You know exactly. I'm not writing for you know Michael. Well, may he rest in peace. But I'm not writing for Michael Jackson. Right. I'm not writing a song for you know Quincy Jones. I'm not writing a song for Katy Perry. Right. You know what I mean? Where I have to really think about what I'm doing because I want her to take my song right. and use it. Right. I'm writing for TV. Now I want to give TV the same clarity. I right. want I want to give them some creativity, but they don't. They're only. I already know they're going to use anywhere between five seconds to thirty seconds of the song. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm going to make it very simplistic. And give them lots of variety, yeah, lots of but, things yes. to choose from, lots of different stuff to choose from. They would rather have 50 one-minute songs than a 1,000 full songs. Right. Because they're, they're, they're only going to take what they want. Right. And they, they, they may even say, well, uh, you know, uh, we got to listen through the, the, we got to listen through <laughs> a six minute song and, right. and find out what's the best part of it that we can take. You know, even just your, your, uh, f- the first song we listened to, Turn It Up, mm-hmm. that booty scooty was only, they only took the first, you know, yeah. six, seven, eight seconds of the song yeah. and then just looped it over and over again. Yeah. And you, and that's solidly a three minute song that you put together. Yeah. Very, that's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I think it's important for people to know that. 
you know, and I, I look at it like this, you know, this, of course, TV is not, well, it can be, but TV is not, unless you're, I mean, if you're on a hands Zimmer level of doing movies and scores like that, right? then that's one thing. But TV is not, you, you don't get popular. Right. You know what I mean? Your, your name is not on the credits. Right. But you get paid. Yep. And you have to look at it like, this is the way I see it. If you're a person who's a musician and you're doing, you know, you're doing shows and all that and you're making $200, $300, $400 per show, that's cool. Sure. But if you're a ta- if you're a talented musician and this is, you know, you find yourself sometimes, oh man, my money's low this week. Well, if you do TV music and throw some cues together really quickly every 3 months, your money is not going to be it's going to be better. Right. So you have a lot of more more passive income. Yep. When you're doing it that way. You have income. And here's the here's the here's the funny thing about it. You never know because you don't know how much you're getting. Right. You know what I mean? But when you get into higher numbers, it's just almost exciting. Sure. Is it gonna be six thousand? Right. Is it gonna be four thousand? Babe, I was looking at ASCAP. I've been looking at ASCAP for the past three months. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it going up there very fast. I'm probably gonna get a small check. And then it's more than what you thought it was. Wow. It's a, bless- cool. it's a blessing. It is. You know what I mean? So it's like money that is guaranteed to come. It's, you're gaining. You look at it as you're throwing. It's, look at tracks as money. You're throwing tracks into someone's library. You're right. throwing money into or you're investing money in, into something. Right. And your money is now growing. Right. It, it can't get, it can't develop anything negative. Right. It can only stand still and not be placed. Correct. Or it can grow your income. So it's best to put it out there. Yeah. Allow it to at least do something. Yeah. Put it. Put it out there. Um, and you know, if you let's say you're working on a track and you worked on it for four hours and you're stuck, are you really? And, and I, I'm t- I'm telling you this because this is what I tell myself in my head. Right. Am I really stuck? Or am I overthinking it? Good point. Sometimes I'll take a track that I feel that needs a lot more and end it. I'm done with it. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to maybe to the point where I master it now. Wow. And then put it out there. But sometimes before I master it, I'll listen to it. Oh, I know what it needs now. Because 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 I ended the song... And I made the from the beginning to end, one more, two more sounds that I know. It's a, I got a melody in my head to fill in the blank. Right. So what I'm saying is that end your song if you if you're stuck, end it. Finish right. it by ending it by just ending it. And I know you're going to say, well, it's not complete. I can't end this. End it. Listen to it. Right. And come back to it. It may be telling you that it's ended. Yeah. Or it, you might hear yeah. something new. It might be. It might be ended. Yeah. You know, you may have just, man, I didn't really put in those big sounds. All of a sudden, TV takes it, and it's on a quirky, a quirky show mm-hmm. that didn't really want you all that instrumentation. Right. Good point. And there's nothing wrong if you tell yourself, I'm going to give them all Hans Zimmer-type tracks. <laughs> well, hey, if you don't mind, do it. Go ahead and do it. It might be labor-intensive. Yeah, go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? Because you could get, ble- I mean, you know, if they if they think that, Oh man, there's a because you know the Black Toast they do TV shows, sure, and and movies, so they may turn it in, and all of a sudden, 
whole different ball game. You gotta you gotta part now. If your song is placed in a movie, you don't you, you get um I believe you you'll get a big check up front for it. So let's just say, okay, let's just say we did a song and it even had lyrics in it. You may get anywhere between two thousand to eight thousand dollars up front. Sure. Because the because they have a budget. Right. Now, once it's played in the movies, I don't know how that works. Right, right. But you'll see a little bit more movie when it's played, more money mm-hmm. when it's played on HBO. Right. Because you got the writers on there. So now, you know, as long as if, it, if that if that movie's being played, if it's, you know how <laughs> HBO does it, they'll play the same movie every night. Yep. You know? Yep, exactly. I'm like, I'm paying $70 a month, <laughs> and you guys aren't changing movies. <laughs> But hey, if I'm doing, if it's my song in there, yeah, keep playing that. I'm gonna request it. I'm gonna call. Hey, <laughs> can I have this again? Can you play this, this movie? I you know, play ten more segments of it or whatever. Keep re- rerun, keep doing reruns of that movie all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was good, Ravon. Thank you very much for sharing your songs with us. No problem. Sharing some good wisdom as well too. If somebody wants to find your work independent of Sonic Productions, where can they find your work if they want to listen? The best place to find it is to go to Black Toast Music's website. Okay. And they're going to have a search window. Just put my name in there. Okay. And my songs will pop up. Okay. But there's I don't have a lot in their library. I mean, Telepictures, they don't have a website where you can do that. Okay. I have probably hundreds in Telepictures. Okay. I have 40-something tracks inside of I have I actually have more than that but they don't always put them they don't always post them okay but 44 of my tracks are on that website and yeah. sonic productions and sonic productions absolutely <laughs> tracks on absolutely. there yeah. uh it, it can we follow you on Instagram yeah okay all right good so yeah. we look for von roman music von roman music very good yeah all right rovan thank you this has been fun a lot of fun i loved it i yeah. so appreciate it Have a good day, and uh, check us out next time for the next session. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. You've been listening to The Sonic Cast, where artists discuss their passion for creating music. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find show notes in the descriptions, as well as information to hear more from our guest. You can also visit us at www.sonicproductions.biz to license music and shop for some cool merchandise. Sonic Productions, our music, your story.